You're listening to the Women Inspiring Women podcast. Each week, network marketing professional and mom-turned-entrepreneur Melanie Mitro gives you her tried-and-true tips for building a business from your kitchen table. This self-made millionaire went from a stay-at-home mom to the top of a network marketing business in just three years. She built an online health and fitness business from the ground up while raising babies and juggling being a mom and wife. Now she wants to help you become the boss of your own life. For blog posts, business tips, and more, check out her website at melaniemitro.com. Now let's get to the show. Here's your host, Melanie Mitro. Well, hello, everybody. It is Melanie Mitro, the host of the Women Inspiring Women podcast. And today I am excited because we have a very special guest that is joining me. And before we jump into the content today, I just want to say to you guys how incredibly grateful that I am that you guys listen in every single week. You share this with other business owners. You share this with other members of your team. Um, you tag me on your IG stories. You tell me what you learned each week. Honestly, that's the best part about doing this podcast is knowing that I'm adding value back into your life and I am giving you just little pieces of my brain that are helping you to create success in your own life. So that makes me really excited. So Today, we are going to talk with a special guest. Actually, I met Nick when I spoke in Florida at an event last year, and, um, and it was called the Growth and Impact Summit, and Nick Pigeon is the author of a book, Now Is Your Chance, A 30-Day Guide to Living Your Happiest Life Using Positive Psychology. So I met Nick right in Florida. We hit it off right away. She gave me her book, and honestly, absolutely love it. I am currently using it as a resource in one of my groups to help my current customers. So I can also tell you that this is a book that I am using and reading now because it's just, you know, it's so easy as a business owner to sometimes get into a negative mindset and hey, even those positive people sometimes need a good reminder. So I believe that success in life in living your best life, in having the kind of business that you feel truly fulfilled by comes from mindset. You can spend all the time in the world uh, out there receiving trainings and taking in information, but it's not until you really start working on your head and your heart that things really shift, perspective changes, and you're going to hear Nick talk about that today. So guys, let's dive in to today's episode. Let's do this live with Nick. All right, we are we are live. Okay, guys, I am so excited because I get to have a very special guest on the podcast today. Um, I had the opportunity to meet Nick. It's been a year, just a little less than a, a year ago. We spoke at an event in Orlando, Florida, and happened to just be sitting next to each other and really hit things off. And I just naturally felt very drawn to the content that Nick is putting out there and asked her if she would be a guest on the podcast. So we have Nick. Um, she is an author of uh, an awesome book that I have had the chance to read. And actually, I am currently using this in my February um, self-love challenge that I am doing with some of my clients. And it's been such an awesome experience for for the people that are a part of my groups to not only just focus on their nutrition 
and their fitness, but I feel like the majority of what actually kind of flips that switch for people to kind of make that long lasting change is, is really like what goes on in their mind. So the book now is the chance. It's a 30 day guide to living your happiest life. Um, using positive psychology is, is Nick's book and it's amazing. So Nick, you are a global success coach. You are a positive psychologist. You are an author. And what I love is you're just committed to helping people live with more happiness, fulfillment, and success. So I just am glad that you're here with us today. And I would love to kind of, you know, throughout this, um, this interview today is just give some of the people that listen, because we have so many people that are in network marketing, they're in sales of some sort. Um, just, they really, I feel like the biggest thing that keeps people from reaching their goals is their mindset. So I would love to be able to dive into that today, but can you just kind of give a little backstory on who you are and, and how you got to the the place of becoming a positive psychologist. Absolutely. And thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. It's so good to catch up. So thank you yeah. so much. Um, my background, I mean, I didn't start as a positive psychologist. I actually was supposed to go and be a mechanical and automotive engineer after I finished school. So I was set up to do that at university. And it was only when I went away and went on a trip with my boyfriend we're talking, oh goodness, this makes me feel old. Um, <laughs> we're talking kind of like probably about 13 years ago now. Yeah. He was a professional cricket player at the time. And he was going across to Australia in the British winter time to do some warm weather training. And during that time, he was seeing a sports psychologist and he came back from a session one day. And he said, Nick, I've had the most amazing experience. I was laying there on the couch talking with this sports psychologist and he said to me just close your eyes and I want to take you through a visualization so he took him through this visualization where he was standing on the cricket field and he was about to bat and he was waiting for the bowler to bowl the ball and he said when you look around the field don't look at the fielders look for the gaps in between the fielders instead so that hit me like a ton of bricks I was like oh my goodness that is the most amazing metaphor for real life and it doesn't have to be just a sports person that can actually apply that. And I had this understanding and this amazing awareness that we so often focus on what's going wrong, or we focus on the problems, or we focus on the challenges, or we focus on the next bill that we've got to pay. And instead, what we should actually be doing is looking for the opportunities and looking for the ways through and looking for what's going well instead. So I came back from Australia and I decided I'm not going to go and be an engineer. I'm going to study humans instead. So I went on to do three different degree qualifications in psychology, finishing up with the third one with a master's in positive psychology. So it was really from my own personal experience that I found this amazing science of happiness, which focuses on how individuals and businesses and communities can actually thrive. Wow. That's amazing. So now tell us a little bit about, you know, what your career looks like. Like how have you, cause now you coach people and, and you, you host these amazing masterminds. So kind of walk us through some of the things that kind of gotten you to where you are today. So when I graduated from that master's degree in positive psychology, I decided that I wanted to really put this, this science and put it into practical action. 
So one of my biggest loves, as you know, is writing. Another one of them is speaking. So I set up this business, which I ran motivational events in the UK and I did life coaching and business coaching and kind of tried to figure out how to make everything that I loved worked. I, I did a ton of stuff wrong at that point. Um, <laughs> learned a lot about what not to do in business, as I'm sure we all have at some point in time. Um, and it was only when I decided that I was going to go all in with writing this book, Now Is Your Chance, that I kind of gave myself my, an opportunity to do things in a different way. I'd struggled, and I, I mean really struggled. I'd, I was the person that had no money in the bank, that constantly worried about how I was going to make ends meet. But I knew inside of myself that I would be successful at some point in my life. I had this knowingness and this sense of personal power that I had what it took to create success. And I think that's one of the most important things when you are on this journey of being an entrepreneur and building your own business and building a team and finding those clients and showing up on social media all of the time. The most important thing is that you have that belief in yourself and that's what's going to get you through the day. So I launched this online coaching business. I'd kind of practiced for a few years in, in England and I, I kind of think of that as my market research. I'm like, yeah. I did some research, I did some things wrong. And then in 2015, I took this business online and I launched a, a, a range of coaching programs, starting with one-on-one and moving into doing like big group programs. We've had thousands of network marketers through our programs actually, where we've taught these positive psychology tools and these really simple daily things that you can do in your real life to make a powerful difference. Oh, wow. So, you know, you kind of mentioned that you had no money in the bank and you were sort of kind of like figuring it out, doing all of this market research along the way. You know, I, I, that's where a lot of people are at right now. You know, a lot of people, they have an idea of where they want to go, but they're not quite sure how to get there. So were there, were there things like, what were the points where you, the things that happened, like were, how were you setting yourself up for success? I guess it's sort of the question, like, how did you figure it out? What were some of the pivotal business decisions you made that sort of got you to where you are today? So for me, I definitely, I mean, I did start with doing the work on myself first, because when I launched that online coaching business, I actually set up a, a group coaching program as my first product and I had a grand total of one woman sign up. <laughs> um, yeah, one woman in a group coaching program isn't really a group. So I was like filled with anxiety and I was like so worried and so attached to being able to make this income and create this success that I found myself in a really kind of negative mindset and I found myself really struggling with negative thinking and feeling like I was going to have to go and get a job. Now, I asked myself, I said, what would you teach other people to do, Nick? Like you spent five years at university, you've spent three years working in a business with positive psychology. What would you actually teach other people to do here? So I went back to basics and I literally fed my mind with all of the positive things that I could think of. So I got myself a, a notice board and I put on there some positive affirmations. And I remember to this day, one of my big fears was about being judged by other people. Okay. So I, I knew that I had to show up on social and I knew that I had to get visible in order to be able to share the work that I do in this world. 
but I felt so nervous about what my friends at school would think, like my, my old friends from home and people thinking, having that view of like, who does she think she is? So I created this mantra, which said, I am fearlessly visible and I boldly shine my light. And I stuck it on my little notice board and I looked at it every single day when I was working. I made sure I wrote out my goals. I wrote out my why reason. I did my big vision and thought about what the best possible version of myself and my life would look like for the future. And I meditated on that every day. So it really started from a business decision, which was actually to do the personal development work first. Wow. And, and people don't, and that was actually something I wrote in my notes is that, you know, people are inundated with trainings and tools and, you know, resources and lists of things that they need to do. But it sounds like the most important thing is actually what's the space between your head, right? It's what you tell yourself. And, and so people, and, and this is what I come up against, you know, people that are like, but I don't know how to do that. I don't even know where to start. And, and that's what I'm finding even with, with people that I work with. It's like they have never used a gratitude journal. They think it's silly to do these positive affirmations. So where, how could you kind of talk people through, you know, what are some things that people could do kind of to get started with this positive mindset? I always believe to get started, you need to start with looking at how you're setting up your day. Mm -hmm. So I would recommend in the morning, you actually feed your mind with positivity so that you can start your day in the best possible way. So it's a, it's a common occurrence now for people to do a morning ritual. And for everyone that's listening, I want you to think about that as your self-belief practice. So it's the thing that is going to get you in a peak state so that you can show up for your business, for your audience, for your clients, and for yourself way more powerfully than you would be able to if you just rolled out of bed, hated the world, grabbed your coffee, <laughs> told everyone how busy you are, and had the kids screaming at you. If you take even just 10 to 20 minutes in a morning to, the, the easiest way to do it is to thank, connect, and move. So if you can start your day from a place of gratitude, and there's a tool that I teach in the book that's called the Gratitude Rampage, so you write down all of the things that you're grateful for, and it could be anything. It can be the big things, it can be the little things. There's no rules, no right or wrong. Just let it flow. Then connect in. So find a meditation. I used a guided meditation when I first started. Find something on YouTube or on SoundCloud. I've got a ton of free ones out there um, that you can listen to that can really lift you and really get you connected in for your day. Then from there, move your body. So when you move your body, you move your mood and you actually shift yourself up into a peak positive state. And we know that when you are at positive, so when you're in a positive mindset, you are 31% more productive than when you are at negative or when you're at neutral. So if you needed an excuse to, to feed your brain <laughs> and to be positive, then that productivity statistic is definitely it. Wow. Wow. You know, and it's, I was reading, um, I was reading a book this last night and, and it was the, the new one. It was, um, oh gosh, girl, stop apologizing. It's Rachel Hollis's yes. book that she's coming out with. And, you know, one of the things she said in that book that really relates to what you're saying is just like starting your day on the offense instead of the defense. You know, I remember when my kids were little, and they would wake me up. And so then they were in control of my morning and I was already feeling like I was behind because I didn't have time to myself. And now 
I crave that morning time. That but when that mm. alarm goes off at 5 a.m., people say, "How do you get up that early?" And I, it's like my sacred time. I go into my office, I do my affirmations, I read my personal development, I do my meditation, I work out, and it is definitely an instant mood booster. And if I and if I sleep in and let the kids wake me up, it's a totally different ballgame. I don't even feel organized or ready to start my day. So. I live that and I've been living that for the past seven years and, and it makes such a big difference. Absolutely. It's like the difference be between being proactive and reactive and it starts, I believe that how you do one thing, it's how you do everything. Mm -hmm. So we're talking about how to create success in business, but you've really got to start creating success within yourself first and then that will filter through into every single thing that you do. Yes, absolutely. So starting with the morning routine, that's kind of the first thing that you start with. So what if somebody starts this morning routine and, and they start this practice and they're implementing it, you know, throughout the day, life happens. And, and a lot of times we set this plan, we create a schedule and create a calendar and things come up, you know, somebody tells you no, somebody quits, your kids are misbehaving, you know, a project didn't go the way you want. How do you sort of work through the challenge and, and obstacles that, that you're going to be faced regardless of what, how, no matter how good you set yourself up for success? Yes. And it is a fact that is going to happen. Life is going to get in the way. Things are going to get crazy. It happens to all of us. And I think one of the most important things is like allowing the, the knowingness that that is okay. I think that we see people like running businesses on Instagram or on Facebook and it all looks like everything's perfect. Mm -hmm. Behind the scenes of a business, it is very, very messy. So you have to have these, um, almost like these like anchor points or tiny little um, like initiatives and practical tools that you can use to start to shift your day. And it really helps you to perform more highly when you put these things into place. So two of the things that I do, I always set up my calendar and I work in blocks of time. So I'll batch my time for certain different activities, which means that I can focus more clearly. So if I'm doing, for example, client calls or webinars, I'll do them all on a particular day of the week so I can focus. Mm -hmm. And I will then batch my time so that I do 55 minutes of work with five minutes of rest so that I can get a breathing space. So when you're feeling overwhelmed, it's not necessarily that you've got too much in your life. It's that you've got too much random activity and you haven't actually structured it enough. So I feel like creating strong boundaries and differentiating your work time from your home life is really, really important. Naturally, things are going to come up. So one of the things that I do is I like to have like a reset practice. And for me, it's always music. So if I feel like I'm getting a little bit drained throughout my day, or I feel like something's been stressful, or I've got 45,000 emails to <laughs> respond to, <laughs> I will literally be like, okay, I, I need to just take a time out, take a break. I'll either go for a walk or I'll dance around the kitchen. I'll put my favorite song on really loud, probably on repeat as well, and just move my body and just shift that state again. So it's the same thing as doing a morning ritual. It's actually coming back into yourself and not allowing yourself to get dragged into a black hole of Facebook where you're responding to everyone else's chaos and priorities. But I think it's so important today to know where am I being present for my business and where am I being present for my people? So if you have family or you have a partner or you have a team even, like love those people hard and be present when you're with them. It's so important. These relationships are what makes life so enriching. 
And I feel like it, we can spend so much time on our phones and so much time being connected to social and being disconnected from our people that putting those powerful boundaries in is really, really important. Yeah. I really like that. It's just the act of getting up and moving and changing your state. I was doing a, was having a call this morning with, with one of the people on my team and she hit these amazing goals at the end of 2018. And she just, we got on the call today and she just, you could see the tears in her eyes. And she just is like, I worked so hard to reach this goal. And, and she said, I just feel like everything sort of fell apart and I, I don't even know where to begin. And so as we were talking, I started, I began to realize like she was just trying to push down the emotion of what she was sort of going through. And, mm -hmm. and she was trying to just keep working and making herself busy. And, you know, and as we were kind of talking it through, there's a lot of times where there is other stuff going on and we just try to ignore it because we feel like there's so much on our plate and we have to keep going. But in reality, sometimes it's not addressing those emotions or those feelings that actually kind of like hold us back, right? They keep us in that unproductive state of mind. Um, and one of the things we, we talked about this morning was, you know, addressing that kind of leaning into that, giving yourself time to sort of feel, feel that feeling. So like, how do you handle that rejection or setbacks? How do you keep, how do you keep going without letting that stop you? So in positive psychology, we talk about having two different types of mindset. We talk about the fixed mindset and the growth mindset. Uh -huh. Now the fixed mindset, you'll notice when something bad happens or somebody criticizes you, you'll get very defensive and you'll almost feel like all of your walls go up. And that is like, it's a mindset that's focused on absolute success or absolute failure. And it's very black and white. Now we want to be shifting out of that state in place and moving more into a place of a growth mindset, which is where you're focused on the process rather than just the goal. And you're actually honoring the journey and honoring the struggle as well. So it gives you an ability to actually look for the lesson and the blessing within these hard times that you are experiencing. And when you choose that growth mindset, you can very clearly see that actually all of these crazy things that happen to us are actually happening for us. And there's something in there that is going to help us grow. So we only have like a certain amount of capacity within our brain to actually hold stuff. So you'll notice that if you have a, an emotional struggle, or you're having a hard conversation that's going on or a personal problem, things feel a lot heavier and you'll notice that you are um, more scattered. So I always notice that like, I feel like I can't think as clearly or maybe I'll lose my keys or <laughs> all of those things. I'll feel like, oh my goodness, like I'm not operating as highly as I should be. Mm -hmm. And that's because of that emotional load. So you need to really acknowledge it. So I say like, always like acknowledge it first, like give it a, allow it to be heard, recognize what that feeling is, allow the emotion, because if you ignore it and repress it, it's going to come back to bite you at another time. So really allow that emotion, allow yourself to understand what is this process that I'm in right now and how can that actually contribute to my growth? Whether it's making you a stronger person, whether it is contributing to your story that you can share to help someone else that might be in the same place, whatever that silver lining is within the cloud, I invite you to look for that and find that strength through the struggle. Mm -hmm. oh, that's so powerful. Look for the lesson, you know, and and focusing on the process and not the goal, that 
is something that really does come, I believe, with experience. And, and at first I was so driven by, I need to achieve this benchmark. I need to achieve this goal. And you achieve the goals and sometimes you don't feel any different. I always say mm. it's like who you become in the process. You know, mm. it's, it's all the things that you learn and, and really just being able to kind of focus on, I love like the silver lining and the small wins along the way. I really hope that people listening right now take that to heart because that really does get you through the day. You know, when you're faced with a challenge and you look at, okay, yeah, I might be faced with this challenge, but look at all the other things, you know, look at all the wonderful things that are happening, you know, through this, this experience. And, and so I think that's powerful, yeah. powerful. Yeah. yeah. So I, go ahead. I was just going to say like, it's, and I think it's a really valuable comment that you make it that we kind of keep on going and just keep on moving forwards and pushing ourselves without sometimes acknowledging or recognizing yeah. the amazing things that we've done and the amazing people that we are. Mm-hmm. And I noticed it when I launched my first book and I'd done the book launch, I'd run retreats in Los Angeles, I'd flown around the world and I got out of that book launch event, which was amazing. There was like 120 people. It was totally perfect. Everything went as well as it possibly could. And I woke up the next day and I thought to myself, I've done nothing good. Wow. And it's like this imposter syndrome. It is crazy. So one of the things that I like to do, and I love to teach other people as well, is to write down a list of 10 things that you are proud of. It doesn't have to be business. It can be absolutely anything. So one of my things um, on there was that I, I'm really proud to be an auntie. So my brother has a little girl and has just had a little boy and that makes me feel really proud. So 10 amazing things about you and use that list and reflect on it and remind yourself of the things that you've already accomplished and how far you've already come. And that will allow you to feel that sense of joy and celebration, which is so important. Oh, I love that. I really love that. And you can read that when you're sort of having that moment where you feel like you aren't getting to where you want to be or it's slow process. It's not, you know, yeah. and, and even today somebody said, gosh, I just need to be more patient. I know it's going to happen, but I, I just, I want it so bad and I'm not being, I'm not being very patient, you know, and, and she'd already accomplished so many goals. So I'm going to definitely give her that, that tip. That's really good. And I wrote down like hustle mindset. I feel like entrepreneurs and even just with social media, it's, it's this, I, there's always more to do. There's never enough. We could always make more posts. We could always do more videos. We could always, you know, bring on more people. It's just this mindset of more, 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 and just that feeling of never being satisfied, you know, and, and how do you help people sort of learn? Is there anything different that you would say about just kind of being where you are and, and kind of finding the joy in the moment versus always needing something else? Yeah, I think hustle mindset, it's, it's kind of a, a dichotomy because if I look at what works for me over the years, I have hustled hard. I've worked my ass off to, to yeah. be able to do the things that I, I do now and create um, the, the success that I've created. And I've also played very hard as well. So it's like work hard, play hard, find the, the work ethic and the drive and the commitment to your mission and your why reason and keep moving forwards with things and create the space and gift yourself with the self-care and the, the fun and the lightness and the, the allowing that you don't have to work all hours all of the time. So I think for me, it's been finding that, I hate the word balance, but it's been finding that blend between really pushing hard and then also taking your foot off the gas 
and allowing yourself the space to recover. Just like an athlete prepares, performs and recovers, we have to do exactly the same as entrepreneurs as well. Mm. So when you are in that space and place, for example, like if we do a launch within the business, if we're launching a new program, for example, it can get really chaotic and there's a lot of little details that need to be taken care of. And I'm, I'm the big vision person. I'm not the detailed yeah. person. So I feel like more than ever, these small little things that we do to appreciate the beauty and excellence in every day, they become even more important than ever before. So if you are in a phase of growth where you are building your business and you know that you have to put those hours and that effort and that energy in, consider what can you do to actually counteract that and find the, the, like, the appreciation for a person in your team or um, the joy in a moment or an experience that you can savor or book something that you can look forward to so that you've got an anticipation of something that's going to make you happy in the future. There's so many little tiny things that you can do that actually make a big, powerful difference. Oh, I really like that. I really like that a lot. Yeah. And I, so one other big thing that I notice and see as just a common thread, you know, health, fitness, business across the board is our past. And I know you have some past, right? I know you have some things Oh yeah. from, from reading your book, you know, you've had some traumatic experiences. And so I see that time and time again, that that resurfaces as people are launching their business or are trying to make positive changes in their life. And so I would love for you to kind of touch on, on that piece of things and, and learning how to sort of release that so that you can move forward and really become the person that you're you're meant to be one of the things that I've noticed is that everybody has something crazy that has happened to them in their past or maybe you're going through that right now and one of the things that I really um felt when I was struggling so for those who are listening that don't know I actually have lost seven of my best friends three of those I lost to suicide and in 2012, I was, I got into what I thought was a taxi when I was on holiday in Spain and I was raped. So I've gone through a lot of things that have allowed me to experience great sadness and great darkness. And I've come out of them at the other end, feeling happier and stronger than ever before. Now, when I was going through these things, I felt like I was so embarrassed and so scared to tell people and so ashamed of these things that were going on that I didn't actually reach out for help. But when you realize that you're not the only one that's actually experiencing that, it really allows you to share more. And by sharing and talking and actually having conversation around it, it becomes a lot lighter and it becomes a lot easier for you to work through those things. So the work that I did in 2014, I see was really critical and instrumental in me actually creating the success in my life and my business from there on in. And I know that if I hadn't have gone inwards and looked at the, the trauma and looked at what I was experiencing and looked at working through that, I would not actually be where I am right now. So at that time, I reached out to one person and I shared that I'd started having these hallucinations and flashbacks to mm -hmm. when I'd been raped. And having that one person that I could go and talk to made a huge, huge difference. I practiced meditation. That was really the thing that gave me a lot of comfort and it gave me routine and it gave me clarity. 
And I also worked with a counselor, with a therapist as well. So mm-hmm. through those things, I found that I, and it wasn't easy at all. It was like, it was the hardest time in my life to, to go through this thing where you feel like there's never going to be a better day. Mm-hmm. But slowly and surely by doing the work consistently and by really taking responsibility for that, doing that work and doing that process, things started to get better and things started to get lighter and I started to find my strength and my power again. And then I went on to feel comfortable, not, not, I, I mean, I was terrified when I first shared about this, these kinds of things that had happened in my life. But I started to feel like a responsibility and a, almost like a burning feeling inside of me that I knew that there were so many other people that had experienced these type of things in their lives, whether it's suicide or divorce or depression or anxiety or rape or domestic violence. I knew that as a leader, I had a responsibility to share that. So I had to put my mission and the other people that I'm serving first before my fear in order to be able to share that and create this positive change that I want to do with my um, work within this world. Oh, wow. Wow. You know, it's, it's work and it's not easy. And mm. those were, those were two things that when you, as you were going through and talking about how you were able to overcome that, it was just a very much a purposeful choice not to stay in that, in that turmoil, not to stay in that negative space and then going out and seeking the help for it and really just addressing it. And, and I think sometimes we just, we're looking for a quick fix or we're looking for somebody else to do the work for us. But if we have that desire to make a true lasting change, we actually have to get to the root cause. And that's a lot of what you went through, you know, is really getting to that root cause. Yeah, for sure. And it's scary and you have to stare it in the face. Uh-huh. And I've never felt better. So one of the things that I love talking about is like how you can find that strength through the struggle. That's what now is your chances. It, whilst it's a happiness book, it does uh-huh. really touch on the, the fact that you don't have to be positive all of the time. And there is value in the hard times too. Yeah. And then with the new book I'm writing, it takes the same concept further And it's one of the things that I think in today's reality, we have such a polarizing experience of the world. There's so much positivity and there's so much amazing success and opportunity. And it's never been a better time to be an entrepreneur. It's never been a better time to be online and be a woman, all of these things. And at the same time, there's more war, more disease, more disorder, more distrust than ever before. So yes. you've got a responsibility to make a choice of how you want to live your life moving forwards. Mm, I love that. I love that. So people that have never read your book before, kind of walk them through who is the book for and you know how can it help you? So the book is for someone who is taking responsibility for their own happiness, someone that wants to make a positive shift and someone that is willing to put in the work daily to have a practical change in their lives. So it's for for anyone that wants to to experience more positivity in their lives. And I say it's like brings together personal experience with the science to provide like almost like your roadmap. Mm -hmm. It's been called the Bible for happiness, which is pretty (laughs) cool. And it's, I still have it. Like I have the book in my house and I'm like, right, okay, how am I feeling today? Or what do I want to check in with today? Or what is it that's maybe not working today and how can I pick up that book and find the relevant chapter 
and mm-hmm. dive into it. It only takes 10 to 15 minutes to read a chapter, as you'll know. Yeah. Super simple, easy. Mm-hmm. I, you know, and that's honestly, I really appreciate that you wrote it that way and that you broke it down into days because I, I, I learn in short spurts, you know, and so the short chapters, I feel, I feel like I've accomplished something every single morning as I was reading the book, but there's an activity at the end of every chapter there. I have my journal out and there's something that I can do to improve my life. And I love that I can go back through what I wrote every single week, every single evening and really reflect on it. So it kind of becomes your own process and journey as you're, as you're reading the book too. Yeah, absolutely. I say get get yourself a journal uh-huh. so that you can make notes and so that you can do the activities as you work through because it's so practical that having that outlet to, to read and then do the writing as well is something that would be so valuable. Yes, absolutely. So now tell tell us a little bit about what you do now as far as coaching goes, you know, a little bit about the company that you created and that you run and, and what does this coaching program look like? So we have a ton of different opportunities within the business. So we, we created the business to really support people with where they're at. So depending on what like level you're at within yourself and your business, there's, there's a, an experience for everyone. So we have a monthly membership that we run called Success Society, which is all of the goal setting, manifestation, social media, positive psychology tools in there. Um, we've got our 12 week coaching programs, which help people set up online businesses and help them understand digital marketing. Mm-hmm. We've got our money mindset course. So we've got a five week money mindset course, which is an online self-study called happy women make more money. Wow. Uh, we've got retreats that we run high level masterminds. We run events all over the world. Uh, we've got a 12 month business incubator for high level women entrepreneurs We've literally got something at every single level. And I, I really love that because it gives it an opportunity to support people where they're at and also do the work that I love in the world. I feel so grateful to be able to show up as myself every day and help people with mindset, motivation, marketing, mm-hmm. and really help them make more money as their, their happiest and most powerful selves. Gosh, that's, uh, it's, we need that. We need more of that. And I love that that's what you do. And it's perfect for the audience that you're actually speaking to right now, because I know that at some point or another, they're going to need the services that you offer. So do you, do you do this as like a one woman show or do you have a team that, that works with you or do you have other people that run the business? Yeah, I have a, a team of, there's more than 20 of us now. Okay. which is crazy because I'm like this girl from a town in the UK uh-huh. that kind of started, started up this business with a laptop and a dream yeah. and traveled the world. And now there's so many of us, like we've, I've got an operations manager, we've got digital marketers, we've got salespeople, we've got all of the things, which is really awesome. Some really amazing coaches that work in the business as well and support our clients with different skill sets. So I feel really grateful to be surrounded by people that also share my vision mm-hmm. and in supporting women in this way. Oh, that's so incredible. I'm so excited to see your next book. Sorry, can you share anything about what your next book's gonna be about? I certainly can. So this is one of my most exciting things at the minute. And what I really love is that when you have a conversation around something that is your truth and something that you really believe in, you see like this energy and there's almost this snowball effect where other people actually grab onto that too. So it's been really beautiful sharing about this. So the new book is called Force of Nature. 
And it is a book that looks at why people can exist in chaos and then go on to perform better than ever before. So the same idea of finding this strength through struggle, but really deepening the exploration of that and looking at why is it that some people survive, some people thrive, and what are those key things? Is it a decision? Is it something that is genetic? Is it environmental? Is it spiritual? Why do people go on to create these amazing lives despite having experienced something traumatic? So I'm doing a hundred interviews with people who've experienced some sort of trauma and have gone on to live these epic lives. And we've got like athletes, Nobel Prize winners, Brendan Burchard, like all of these amazing people, people who have experienced um, like war or domestic violence. So I'm at the minute like building this bank of interviews that I'm then going to do a thematic analysis on. And I really want to use the interviews and the conversation to advance the science of positive psychology. So when I say this, I'm like, oh my goodness, how am I going to do this? <laughs> <laughs> so it will be a research project as well as a book, yeah. but also bringing in like these, like these real life stories and that understanding from, yes, from the science, but from real people who've been there and experienced it too. That sounds incredible. That that's going to be a. Re- I can't wait to read it. It's going to be amazing. So when do you envision that this will be out for the public? It won't be this year. It might be next year. So okay. with all of the interviews, it's going to take some time to do. We're also making a um, documentary movie this year as well. So there's a ton going on, which is exciting. Uh-huh. And I'm more concerned about doing the book well than doing it quickly. Mm-hmm. So because it's something that like I want to develop this new concept called post-traumatic performance, which doesn't exist yet. Okay. So I want to do it right. So it might be 2020. It might be 2021. We will see. I'll come okay. back and let you know for sure. Okay. I can't wait. I am so excited for that. That sounds amazing. Uh, okay. So to kind of wrap us up, like if you, um, where can people find you? And if you just want to leave us with some words of inspiration to all the business owners out there that are in the trenches right now, just trying to navigate their way through the messy middle. So you can find me on Instagram at Nick Pidge. Now it's N-I-Y-C and then Pidge, like a pigeon, like the bird. Also on Facebook and on my website, nickpigeon.com. And one of the things that is um, very true to who I am, what I teach in the the brand and mission that we're building is that I firmly believe that when you help others find their greatness, you will find greatness too. So I always share that. And I also share that together we can be, do, create and have so much more. So this life and this energy and this time in history is all about us working together and collaborating and really focusing on community and teamwork and trust over that competition and kind of fighting mindset. So remember that when you help other people find their greatness, you will find your greatness too. Wow. I really love that. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. I know you are extremely busy and to give me an hour of your time really means a lot to me, but also the community of the Women Inspiring Women podcast. They're just going to, they're going to eat this up and I'm sure they're going to be sending you lots of messages and tagging you on Instagram and thanking you for, for what you've shared. And guys, I encourage 
encourage you to go get the book, Now is Your Chance, a 30-day guide to living your happiest life. It can not only change your life, but it also can really make an impact to the people that you serve um, that are within your business and in your community too. So thank you so much, Nick, for your time today. I really appreciate you. Thank you for having me. All right. All right, everybody. I will see you guys next week for the Women Inspiring Women podcast. And don't forget to rate us on iTunes and drop us. I always love it when you tag, tag Nick, tag me. Let us know what your top takeaways were from today's episode. Um, we always love to hear how the community responds and what you're taking and implementing out there. So thanks, guys, and have a great week. We'll see you soon.